in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord, and this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there is with the angel a multitude of, of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. When they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. Father, would you help us this morning to worship you? Would you help us to see the amazingness of your son Jesus, being born of a virgin, would you help us see the importance of this announcement to the shepherds? In Jesus' name, amen. So if you weren't with us last night, let me fill you in on a little secret. But last night, we looked at verses 7 through 14, so if I don't get to those first seven verses, that's because that was last night, but tonight we're going to, or this morning, we're going to look at verses 15 through 20. I'm going to fill you in a little, so there's, you can exhale, because I know you were probably all dying that you weren't able to listen to verses 7 through 14 last night. So, here we go. You know, we see here the announcement of Jesus we actually see a, a birth announcement. And you know what's kind of ironic is, is one of the effects of social media, that's a pretty big jump, Max, is that we live in the era of announcements. I mean, really think about it. A lot of things are posted on social media for the sake of announcements. And since we're gathered here this morning, to celebrate the birth of Christ, let's just quickly look at all of the ways that our babies get announcements nowadays. There is the pregnancy announcement. This uh, announcement is normally taken with a cute photo of the ultrasound, the first ultrasound, or it could be a reaction video. 
of the soon-to-be father or grandparents or uncle and aunts. And then you have the gender reveal announcement. For this one, you need a cake or balloons or a confetti cannon. And then you have the babies here announcement. You have the first time clothes on the baby. You take the picture when the baby's hands are up to its mouth, it's cuddled, it's sleeping, and then you give the measurements. Now, as you can imagine, Jesus did get these same announcements. There was no Facebook. There were tablets, but not the same type of tablets that we have. But he still did get an announcement. In fact, he got the most extraordinary announcement. And the most extraordinary announcement went to some of the most ordinary men. Shepherds. These would have been the most unlikely men. The odds would have been stacked against them to get this announcement. These are ordinary people. You see, in this announcement, the angels came to oblivious shepherds who were keeping watch faithfully over their flock. The shepherds, full of fear, are comforted by the angels. The angels sing a song about the birth of Jesus. They are so excited that this newborn king is finally here that they break out into song, glorifying God. And as the angels leave, the shepherds say, we gotta go. We gotta see this baby. You know, this, this morning, what we should see in this passage, in verses 5 through 15, is that the most extraordinary announcement should continue to be announced. The most extraordinary announcement should be continue to be announced. The angels had come to the shepherds. They, they announced to the shepherds good news of great joy for all people. This announcement, we see, is good news. It's of great joy, and it's for all people. It's that in the city of David, a Savior is born. Christ, the Lord, the Messiah. The angel then tells them, you will find this Shady king wrapped in rags, swaddled in rags, lying in a manger. I mean, can you imagine with me the outrage if across the pond one of the royal babies was born in these conditions? 
Can you imagine what would be on the headlines of news articles? That the heir of the kingdom was born in a shack, wrapped in rags, and laid in a feeding trough. Yet this is what happens to the king of all creation, born in these conditions. The angels tell the shepherds that the baby, the long-expected Messiah, is born in the manger. Yet the angels still can't contain themselves that this infant has come, that Jesus is here. When the angels are done announcing all of this, how do the shepherds respond? Do the shepherds respond with apathy? Leaning over? To the other and saying, well, you know, uh, this was a great show, but the lights were kind of bright. And the other one leans over and says, you know, I didn't think the lights were that bright, but, but the angel was kind of quiet. I was having a hard time hearing what he was saying. And the other shepherd leaning over, you know, the message was kind of spotty, but I think he still got his point across. And then the other one saying, oh, just wasn't that just so The shepherds don't respond with apathy, do they? We, we see that the shepherds say to one another, let's go over to Bethlehem and see what has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. Now, now I've never been a shepherd in my life, and that's probably a good thing. But I have read the Bible enough to know some things that shepherds shouldn't do. Shepherds should not, in the middle of the night, leave their flock to predators. And this is what we see the shepherds do. They leave with haste. They hurry off. This is a, a type of hurry that, that you and I would probably, probably do if we were late somewhere. You know, we, we get in the car, we know we're late, so we go one mile over the speed limit. We, we get in, and, and we even tell ourselves, you know, okay, if there's anybody in front of me, I've got to push them down. I've got to, push them down. I've got to, I've got to hurry to this spot. I've got to get there. This is the type of hurry that we see the, the shepherds doing. They're hurrying with haste to this town, to Bethlehem. They leave the sheep in the middle of the night to predators and hurry off to go and find this baby king. The excitement that is running through their veins leaps off this page. And when did they get to there? When did they see this baby king that the angel had just told them about? What did they do? They become the announcers. 
what was just announced to them, now they announced to Mary and Joseph and, and those who were with them. And when they saw it, they made known to the saying that had been told to them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds had told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. At the shepherds' announcement, the room falls silent, and there is awe and wonder of what child this could possibly be. What type of child could this Jesus be that shepherds would come, go out of their way to find a random family and tell them of this experience that they just had? And so the people wondered what Mary treasures because Mary had already had an angel come to her. And so Mary treasures this in her heart. We see that the shepherds leave. And as they leave, they leave glorifying and praising God for all they have heard and seen as it had been told them. There is no other way to, to say this than the shepherds worshiped God. The shepherds, their lives were changed. So before we leave here, here are a few things we should take away from this passage. The first is the response to hearing the message that Christ has come. We see something that Jesus will encourage others to do when he comes. But we see the, the shepherds actually display this before Jesus even says anything. The shepherds dropped everything to go and worship this newborn king. Immediately they go to worship Jesus. With haste, with, with hurry, with a sense of urgency. How easy is it in our lives to wait? How easy would it have been for the shepherds to say, well, we'll wait until the night shift is over. We'll wait to worship this king. We'll wait to go to this baby king. And yet we do not see them doing that. How often in our lives is it easy to say, I'll wait to worship Jesus. Right now is not the right time. I haven't cleaned up my life like I should. And yet these shepherds do not worry about that. They hurry off to see this king, to worship Next, we see that the shepherds go and announce what has been told to them. The angels announced the good news of great joy. 
but a Savior has been. And what do we see the shepherds do? They become the ones who announce good news and great joy that a Savior has been born. Today, and the next day, and the day after that, the announcers of good news and great joy. Who in this world does not like to give good news? And here we see that this good news is of great joy. And it's not just for some people. It's not just for a select. It's to all people. So we should be announcers of good news, of great joy to all people. Lastly, the shepherds leave worshiping God. Today, as you leave, leave here worshiping God. As you start to walk to your car, and this bitter cold hits your cheeks, and the temptation comes in to complain about the weather. Just remember that sunny days are around the corner, and the heat will complain about too, because that's what we do in Wisconsin. Continue to worship Jesus. This is what the shepherds do as they leave. They worship God. Why do we need here worshiping God? Because God sent His only Son into this world to reconcile us back to Him. It would have been fair and just for God to judge us as guilty sinners. And yet out of his love, he sends his only son so that all who believes in him could have eternal life. This is the most extraordinary announcement. This is the most extraordinary announcement. So let's continue announcing to all people. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for sending your son Jesus. As an infant, you grow into an adolescent, and then a teenager, and then an adult. We bear our sins on the cross, so that way we can have peace with you. We pray this. In Jesus' name, amen.